Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on, well, it's now called X. It used to be Twitter, so it's X Twitter, I guess. No, uh, it's X. It's going to be uh, at Converse Radio, like the shoe without the E. That's on X. On Facebook, we are Simply Conversations, the podcast. And on Instagram, we're at Conversations Radio. Hey, a huge show tonight. Um, I've featured in the past many from shows like AGT, America's Got Talent, The Voice, and much, much more. Tonight, a great guest, Roberta Battaglia, will join us. She was in season number 15, a golden buzzer winner. Her life has not been the same since a whirlwind of success. And again, these shows, yeah, it's a springboard for sure. Uh, you're in, then you're out, and then you're on, and you're doing stuff. And she is. We'll talk to her in just a second, all the way from Toronto, Canada. And my co-host is going to be uh, Bella Rain. Bella joined me about two weeks ago, probably three, because I was off with um, with the flu for about a week. So we actually rescheduled this show. But Bella joined us, and uh, our co-host was the legendary bassist Leland Scalar. You know him from Philip Phil Collins and James Taylor and Jackson Brown and all kinds of folks. And she's back, and of course she's playing everywhere as well. Uh, most recently at uh, um, Oracle Park in San Francisco, my hometown. Uh, it was the Grateful Dead tribute night, uh, the Giants versus the Diamondbacks. And I forgot who won, but I'm not sure. It's all about the music and the guy that ran onto the field in one of the, some part of the game as well. Uh, Bella Rain, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing, Mike? Doing well. And by the way, they didn't show that on TV. Now, are you the one that ran out in the field? It wasn't you, was it? It was me. Was it you? Good. Very good. Way to go. It was me. <laughs> I, I, I love because it's the sports commentator. And again, this is not sports talk, but this is hilarious. You know, typical Grateful Dead thing. But anyway, the guy says, oh, boy, that guy's in big trouble. He'll be in jail tonight. I'm like, he's not going to jail. Come on. You know, people no are, are robbing banks and 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 shoplifting from the apple store do not worry about a guy running into a baseball field so anyway. <laughs> but anyway but you you get those opportunities when you're a fender artist as well as uh, uh uh many many sponsors as well you know again the uh the strings and the, the backpacks and the, all the swag that you get but you are living the dream there in mendocino california i know you've watched um shows like america's idol american idol and america's got talent and what have you of course <laughs> Did you ever think about going that route or no? I don't. That's you know, a really great question. You know, I mean, you're, you're you're more of an instrumentalist than a singer, but I mean, certainly, uh, yeah. I mean, it works. It's 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 a lot of fun for sure. So, but uh, you, um, it's it's good to have you back on as a co-host. And uh, again, this show tonight is going to be great, great. Hey, folks, again, check out episode one forty nine. That's on now. It's on. Um, iTunes, you can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and it's right there, as well as Amazon Music, um, Spotify, and all kinds of places. It just kind of takes on a life of its own once I publish it. So check those podcasts out. This is episode 150. Let me get started here because it's getting late there in uh, Toronto. They're three hours ahead of us here 
on the West Coast. Again, Bella's up uh, near uh, near Mendocino, and I'm here in Southern California, where it rained today, actually. So that's kind of cool. I do want to do a quick shout-out to um, the Fleetwoods. Uh, both Mick and daughter Amelia um, got a text from her tonight, and they're, they're devastated again. The fire is in Hawaii. Um, hitting hard. Hitting home here. Hitting hard, people. And um, our thoughts and prayers are with those folks both in Lahaina and Maui, as well as the folks in Oahu. So, uh, it was, it's, yeah, this is rough. So, um, yeah, just, you know, thoughts and prayers. We're all family. We're all Ohana, I guess as they say. But, uh, wow. So let's get started. Hey, our guest tonight, uh, no stranger to music, no stranger to television, and no stranger to uh, um, uh, television, sh- television show which is kind of cool. We'll talk about that, too. Roberta Battaglia is a standout singer and performer uh, based in Toronto, Canada. That's on the East Coast, close to um, Niagara Falls. Nice. And uh, she is uh, known, well, her big deal came in uh, on season 15 of AGT, America's Got Talent, and uh, she um, decided to go with um, Shallow, which is a, I mean, my God, I mean, that's that's the kind of song that, you know, you, if you're going to do that, you better have it right. You better be on it. And she was. And the judges, all four, went, they were just, they were floored. Uh, standing O all the way around. Sophia hit the golden buzzer, and the rest is history. Uh, that audition has garnered a total of 90 million plus views around the world. It really, really hit home with everybody. And you, the first thing you ask is, how does that voice come from that small body? And uh, she, she nailed it. It was so, so good. Now, I know, Bella, you saw the audition. It's, it's, it's everywhere online. And, uh, Just amazing. She's worked with so, um, so awesome. everyone. Uh, worked with Julia Michaels, a good friend of mine as well. And um, just uh, some phenomenal, phenomenal opportunities. She is um, Canadian-Italian through and through. And really part of a, a second-generation Italian family there in uh, Toronto. Uh, she and her dad of, often perform together. And he's also got a background in radio. So he's really exposed her. And mom, too, exposed Roberta to music early on in life. And they lived with music in the house. And that's just, that's great. I mean, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean you know, my, my grandma, God rest her soul. Mom, not so much. Mom, you know, we, again, we grew up in San Francisco, so that kind of answers that question right bella um it was you know it was a lot of music but it was a lot of old uh you know uh 33s and old 78s and louis armstrong and count basie and all that stuff you know diana ross just 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 standards you know and uh to have that playing in the house as the soundtrack to your life um it's really i i it seems really corny at the time but when you look back, it really is just, it's a blessing. So I'm grateful for that. And it's also kind of fostered my interest in music, too. Let's go ahead and head in here. Head in here. And uh, again, getting over uh, the flu, but feeling much, much better. Um, the rain helped, actually. I want to say hi to, from beautiful Toronto, Canada, Roberta Battaglia. Hey. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Welcome to Conversations Radio. Thank you. Happy to be here. 
And I'm glad this finally worked out. As you know, we had rescheduled it because Bella really wanted to do this one. She really wanted to do it. You know, you uh, and so did I. So you, did you, I. You, you really um, you, you you're impressive. So I mean, it was, it was that. Thank you. And we, we, we so we rescheduled it, and then um, about two days before, three days before, I started feeling kind of icky. That feeling when you feel like you've been hit by a Greyhound bus. So, uh, <laughs> but it was the flu, I'm assuming. So again, when that happens. You stay in bed, you drink a lot of Gatorade, NyQuil here and there, and try to get better. And I did, finally. So we had rescheduled, and I said, you know what? Um, I, I just can't do it. There's just no way I can do it. I, I want to be 100%. I don't want to go in and, like, you know, barf and stuff. <laughs> so we rescheduled yeah. it, and um, so here we are. And it's funny because uh, Roberta's got a sense of humor. <laughs> i do i do once I, know. I once i get comfortable with someone i definitely do she's have like, a very large sense of humor so she's like <laughs> so are you gonna reschedule or cancel again <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yeah just wondering so, i know i love no i love that so i was like you know what this is going to be a great show you're all of uh i want to say 13 14 i am uh, 13 and 14 because i'm turning 14 in august so okay. yeah well, the 22nd well, i turned okay, 14 cool so yeah happy birthday yeah. <laughs> oh thank you awesome so again uh before agt happened what oh someone's got a dog <laughs> what were you doing musically um I mean, honestly, just um, literally almost my whole life, I've been doing, you know, events, you know, going out with my father, as I mentioned, he's uh, a musician, so he plays the keyboard, saxophone, he sings, so he's very musical. And I was just influenced by him at a very young age. And ever since like three and a half, four, I just went out to events with him. And sometimes I would slip in a song and I would just, I would sing and, you know, I'd enjoy it. I'd actually enjoy it. And um, before AGT, I was on various, you know, like morning shows and just, you know, singing at private and public events, just doing all that stuff that still continued after AGT. But, you know, once AGT hit, it was more, you know, profound. And I just I got to do it more and more. And it, it, it was really nice. I mean, I guess I enjoy it, you know, both ways, like, you know, singing with my dad before and now like on my own. I still do some like, you know, gigs with dad. But yeah. <laughs> where where do you get your vocal chops? Your mom or your dad? I get it from my dad. Definitely not my mom because my mom is not a very well, musical careful, person, although careful, she loves music. Careful, yeah. But she, <laughs> I guess, just doesn't have the singing talent, but she's there. She's my, like, support buddy, so. <laughs> That's great. And I've seen the videos of you and your dad at different festivals, and you're singing in Italian. So you guys speak Italian fluently in the house, right? Yes, I do. So I speak when I'm in the house, like at home, I just I speak Italian. I mean, with my mom, sometimes no, sometimes. Um, yes, but yeah, I speak Italian fluently. And I speak it with my dad, like mainly. But I mean, it's nice to know whenever I go back to Italy, almost every year, it's nice that wow. I can speak fluently. And some people can't even tell that I'm from Canada. So that's, nice. I guess, a privilege. Love Fly, that. Flying <laughs> under the radar. Uh, Bella, Italian? My dad's side of the family is actually Italian, and and my mom's side of the family just happens to be Canadian as well. So wow! Oh wow! That's ironic. Yeah. yeah so I'm one quarter yeah. Canadian. You, um, 
Roberta, you and your mom, you and my, you and your mom had a big. Me and your mom had a big talk the other day about that. One quarter Canadian from uh, from Kingston, yeah. And um, mm. my dad allegedly is Italian. I never got to meet him, but uh, apparently I'm a half Italian as well. So a quarter, and then a mm. half Italian. I think I think the other, quarter, the other quarter is I think um, Texas. <laughs> got a lot of family in Texas, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's great having music in the house. You know it is for sure. Um, Heals the soul. That was one of the biggest complaints I had when my grandmother passed away. God rest her soul. Um, okay. when you when you got to go through and go through all their belongings and whatnot, and my mom literally just threw out all the old seventy eight records, and I was like just devastated. Mom, again, God rest her soul as well. Why? <laughs> so when my wife's when my father in law passed away uh, last year, he had boxes and boxes of seventy eights. Uh, again, I don't know where he got them, but he has had them. And for those of you who don't know what a 78 record is, it's basically a, it's vinyl that plays really, really fast. Usually just one or two songs on it and that's it. Not like a big LP with, you know, 10 songs. So um, there is a a community that, you know, that collects those and listens to them. And they really are a joy. Um, those were the really the first records that came out, you know, so. But uh, yeah, I, I, I cherish that, that, uh, that people can, um, show an interest in music and then and then move forward and you did what was the ultimate decision that made you want to do AGT because um, a lot of folks uh, wouldn't be that brave but you did so what was that process like yeah I've, I mean I always wanted to you know kind of pursue something like that and experience it because I feel like it's a very unique experience um, you know just like not just starting off on your own yet, but trying to experience something different. Like, you know, I feel like it was so much different than all those things I did on my own, like, you know, going to gigs and I was like, okay, like this would be amazing to try out. And I feel like I was correct about the experience. It was awesome. It was really cool. And I feel like it's an experience that makes you learn so many like lessons and it just teaches you like discipline and like just I just, I love it. Like, you know, you make friends and, you know, you learn things and it was so cool and it was fun. That's the main part. It was really fun. Isn't Julia the best? Yes. Oh my gosh, Julia Michaels. So I actually got to do a duet with her. I believe it was, um, yes, I don't, I'm not sure if, I think it was for the semifinals. Yes, I got to do a duet with her and JP Sachs. Um, oh, and it was such an amazing experience. Like just meeting her was like yeah. so humbling. I was like, Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, because I always knew her from like her viral songs, like her hit songs that, sure. you know, and I used to hear her on the radio. So that was really cool. It was a really cool moment for me. And, she, <laughs> and she, she writes a lot and I'm sure she probably told you to do the same. Um, I met Julia many times. Uh, I live here in, uh, community called Santa Clarita we're just north of LA by about 10 minutes and I worked okay. in uh, I worked in local radio back then we had a broadcast kiosk at the local mall and mm -hmm. she and her sister Jaden would, would come by all the time to say hello Jaden was involved in a contest up here called uh, Santa Clarita pop star which is basically like a, a AGT America's Got Talent and so she's one of the contestants and at that time, you know, she she was doing her thing, and Julia was also doing her thing. And Julia, I've got to tell you, she 
didn't just wake up one morning and was a celebrity. She really worked hard. I mean, she was all she was on it, doing everything, everything, and uh, just the sweetest both of them there. And I'm so glad that uh, she has succeeded. Uh, Sister Jaden is uh, very popular on the Christian music circuit, and um, man, Julia's written for everybody, so that's that's really cool. So a great yes. opportunity for you to do that. Did you find yourself kind of tapping into uh, those that have been doing it longer than you, trying to get tips and and some some direction? Sorry, what do you mean? So you kind of so, just no, cut off. I'm sorry. So when you, when you when you were there on AGT, did you find yourself kind of tapping into other artists to try to find where you wanted to go as far as like, like tips, or like as far as like direction and whatnot? I mean, no. I mean, there are um, a few. I know I've met like Tyler Shaw before, and you know, just like you know, a few producers like here and there, and also like even if they're not like singers but people who have experience or just are in the industry that give me advice. Like, you know, even when it comes to the judges from AGT and they've given me like advice and like complimented me. And like, you really learn from that, especially when it comes from somebody that, you know, has so much experience like that and is like such a nice person and is so like humble and all that. And they're just like people that you look up to. So, you know, whenever they give me like advice, it feels, you know, really like nourishing and it's, it's nice to, you know, uh, hear from them. Um, and yeah, you know, I've had the privilege of meeting a lot of, you know, people who have obviously lots and tons of more experiences than me. And I really, I really feed off of that. And, you know, it's just, it's inspiring. It's really inspiring. Roberta, it's really, really incredible. You know, you got on that stage and you were a nervous wreck, number one. And to me, that always indicates, you know what, it's going to be a great audition. And, uh, yeah, you nailed it. Now, I, I, I understand Shallow was not your first choice for a song. Um, It wasn't, like, I, I would say it was my first, but I did have, like, a whole list of songs that basically they would have to choose from. So it's not, like, me who chooses, right? Um, But, yeah, it was originally supposed to be, I mean, we had different lists, and then Shallow was picked, you know, last minute. But that's how you know, these, you know, TV shows and like these reality shows work. And that's why uh, before I was mentioning how humbling and like, you know, the experience, the experiences are and like, you know, they teach you discipline because there's things that may need to be done in a short amount of time. And, you know, I'd say I, I pulled it off and I was like, but it was fun doing it and it wasn't so stressful. Yes, there are very overwhelming times and I will admit that. But, you know, it was a really, you know, fun experience. Uh, Shallow was one of the songs that was on the list. So it wasn't for sure that I was going to sing Shallow. But I did kind of hope that they would choose Shallow because I was really keen on singing it. And I loved Shallow. It's always been a song that I've loved. And also Lady Gaga. She's still, till this day, one of my favorite artists ever. I went to see her in concert as well. She reached out to me after the audition. Oh, wow. but yeah, so I have a lot of history with that song. I, just, I love it. Bella, you got a question? That's just amazing and so great and cool to hear all of your stories and watching some of that was just super inspiring. Thank you. Oh, Thank I you. love it so much. The um, Thank you so much. I think, I think Lady Gaga is one of her best talents is she's able to reinvent herself. Like, it's like just like that. And it's, and it's, always, <laughs> it's always a winner. Because you love her or you love her. 
that's you know it's a, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like Absolutely. Madonna. You know, you love her, you love her. It's yeah. the way it is. You went on and you uh, you did the show. You finished fourth, and that's very respectable. Um, finishing fourth, what was your takeaway uh, after that? You know what? I, I got a lot of, like, I guess negative feedback saying that, like, fourth was not a good place. But in my opinion, I felt like fourth was an amazing place. Like, especially uh, keep in mind, there's, like, millions and millions of people who want to be – just want to appear on the show itself. So AGT is, like, a really popular – um, you know, show it's one of the biggest reality shows. So I totally get how many people want to be on the show. And for me, coming in fourth place was actually like an honor. And, you know, I didn't see the thing is, I didn't go on the mindset that I had to win. I didn't even expect the golden buzzer. Seriously, when I got it, I was like, I'm dreaming. Um, so <laughs> I guess when I came in fourth place, it was actually like a good feeling because I feel like my main thing was just getting into the finals. I really wanted to get into the finals. So for me, even being top 10 would have been, you know, would have been so amazing. So for me, in my opinion, getting fourth place is like awesome. Oh, that's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. And there are a lot. I feel like, yeah. And I just feel like there were so many other people who were just like so amazing and you know, that, that year, it was really tough to decide. Like, I can't imagine, you know, how the voters could feel because they, they were amazing, all the, all the contestants. And again, I think there's a lot of folks that, that go into these shows and they say, well, you know what, let's just see how it goes. And then they make it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And they freak out, you know. Um, yeah. years, years ago, we all know Grace Vanderwall. We all know her for her yes. ukulele and, and her vocal chops. And um, got to have her on uh, – back then it was Next Big Thing Radio – uh, before this podcast next day or two days later i got to meet her, her grace and her mom down in in la at the uh i think they were at the lowe's the lowe's hotel was where they were at and we sat down and chatted i i said i said to grace's mom i said no you know tina grace is gonna win i mean you know that and then tina's like um i don't know how <laughs> she didn't think and uh, boy she got that one not right, but uh, again, the rest is history. So yeah, I mean, there are those that you, that you just know, you know, and you know. And again, my biggest complaint, and not really a complaint, just a disappointment, is that there's so many good artists on there, and folks always pick the wrong ones. You don't hear from them again, you know. And the mm-hmm. ones that the ones that didn't make it are the ones you're, the ones that are making it, you know. Maybe that's by design. I don't know. But, uh, you yeah, certainly... I mean, at the end of the day, it. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I mean, Go I was ahead. just gonna say, at the end of the day, it just comes down to people who just like have a passion, they want it, and you know, I. And then again, you know, there's other things that come with it. So I just feel like just being on the show, and this is what I tell everyone, like even when uh, other contestants that you know are maybe doing it like the year after me, or you know, they ask me for advice. I'm just like, you know what? I just tell them, you know, just being on the show is like amazing. Yeah. And seriously, I can't even, (laughs) they can't even ask me for advice because I didn't, (laughs) I didn't go with the mind that I wanted to win. I just, just getting the golden buzzer. I couldn't believe that I got and I couldn't even believe that that was happening. So I just always tell them, you know, try your best. As long as you know that you've tried your best, um, you won, you know, just that, you know, you know that you put that effort into it and you feel proud of yourself you know that you've won and you know, it's just, it's a blessing to so even be called to go on the show. <laughs> so you're, here you are, you're on screen. You're about to say, about to say, and you get very, very nervous and kind of climb up 
and you get water. At that point, you're like, and I know they, I know they edit and stuff, but at that point, you're like, oh my god, I blew it. Or yeah, or, were you okay? So you, I mean, <laughs> I was hopeful. I was holding on to that little glimmer of hope that I had, but yeah, I mean, I knew that you know it wasn't gonna go horrible, and I was just, I was like, okay, maybe the water will help. I just gotta calm down. <laughs> Seriously, I think my biggest, you know, worry was like, okay, if I cry, am I gonna be able to pull myself together before I sing? Yeah. And surprisingly, I guess I kind of had no choice, but surprisingly, I'm so surprised that I did it. I was like, I, and I was rewatching that audition over and over and again. I was like, how did I do that? Like, yeah. you know, it took such a small amount of time for me to get into place. And I was like, okay, like, this is good. <laughs> Bella, you do a lot of live, a lot of live stuff. Do you ever like kind of break down and say, wait a second, this is not working out or, and what's your, what's your go-to as far as getting <laughs> back on your feet? You know, sometimes my go-to is just like, you got to close your eyes and put yourself in a certain mindset. And it really is. It really is a lot of adrenaline and drive, and I think Roberta can definitely relate yeah, to that. I'm as far as my head as we speak, because it really is true. Seriously, go. and I, I couldn't imagine performing in front of an audience like that, especially with such high. There's so it's just so such high nerves and everything going on there. But I try to just put myself in a mindset and say, this every show is different. Sure. Yep. So when I, especially with some of the shows that I play, I just like to look back and say that I can't pin two and two together because they're all different and they're all going to, they're all, they're all fantastic and experiences to grow from. So. Yeah. Right where you should be. <laughs> let me go ahead and stop down guys. Just one second to let folks know this is conversations radio. We are live. If you're listening to the podcast on a platform we're not live <laughs> but we're live for the moment you can like us on facebook follow us on x and follow us on instagram instagram at conversations radio if you like what you hear guys go ahead and drop us a line conversations pod at gmail.com and uh, i get a lot of email and i thank you my guest tonight is the wonderful roberta battaglia and my co-host is guitarist bella rain and again, we're talking all about uh, the trials and tribulations of a, a up-and-coming, a rising star, uh, phenomenal singer and musician. And you play instruments too, right? So, yeah, I do. I, I play the piano. I mean, I guess I lost a little bit of it because I used to play it like a lot and I used to take lessons. Um, ever since the pandemic, I, yeah. you know, kind of let go of that. So I feel like if I had a goal, that's something that I definitely do want to get back into. Um, but I, I have to say, I think about it often, how I kind of like lost it a little bit, but I feel like I could get back into it. I feel like learning an instrument is so good, especially because I'm a songwriter as well. Sure. So when I write music, it, it helps a lot. So you just, you sit on the piano and you try to figure out melodies and like, you know, fit the word with the song sure. and everything so i feel like it really helps me out and i i would like to get back into it i i still do it occasionally though I'll, like go on the piano and i'll just you know have a little jam session but yeah <laughs> how did you deal with uh, the pandemic all the covid chaos what was your uh, plan well yeah i mean it kind of sucked because especially agt was on it was during right in the beginning of the pandemic and there was just a lot going on like um, but my take on it was just, like I said, it was hard for everyone, but I guess, especially for people in the industry who, you know, work and do gigs and like they're out yeah. in the public eye. 
I feel like I couldn't do that as much as I wanted to anymore because usually it would be like three or four times a week I would be out and I would be singing in public but that just kind of got, got put on hold for a really long time and I feel like this is the first year that I just started you know kind of branching back off into that you know into that um same routine that I used to like how it used to be before so yeah I'm grateful that you know it's lessened now and we're good and yeah but it was definitely a hard time for sure well so very grateful for you and again now you're performing everywhere um baseball stadiums you're going to the hospitals cheering people up and again performing with your dad that's that's phenomenal you also uh did some tv you did a tv show we'll talk about that in a sec but you're writing you're writing music uh and uh you've got a song called truce now when did you write that and what is that all about so i wrote that oh my gosh it's been a little longer now so it's been about a year and a half ever since i actually co-wrote truce with someone else uh it may hang to be specific but yeah that was my Mm. first ever song and um it was Mm. such a great experience because it was you know it was a new experience and it was my first time actually writing and co-writing and it was just something so new to me and i was like recording along with it and you know it was so nice especially you know getting to record a whole music video and i could actually call that song mine and it was like you know it was about me and my experiences and like when i listened to it i I would be like i actually did this and i put this together and it was like it was cool um yeah (laughs) so you're waving your white flag and again this song is uh phenomenal the video as well you guys shot in like three days i understand not even it was actually like two days (laughs) oh my Uh, it was a a running gun shoot hey outstanding well, you, you, you guys shot at some very neat locations, some very good visuals, uh, the colors and the, the, the focus and the soft focus and everything was just wonderful. It's very overwhelming. I'm going to play the song because uh, I want to hear it again. <laughs> and yeah, let's this is do it. on, by the way, I've got my 80 gig, um, old 80 gig iPod in the car and I've got that song on there now. So I'm going to be playing that a lot. It's Aww. beautiful, oh beautiful song. This is new music from Roberta Battaglia. This is called Truce. Again, new music right here on Conversations Radio.
Roberta Battaglia, that is called Truce. She's waving that white flag. That's a new song for her original, an original song, and the video is on uh, her website. You can get that. And again, the song is available for purchase on multiple platforms. So go ahead and, uh, and help support and check that out. And play it a lot. Play it in your car. Crank it really loud so the people next to you can hear you too. I want you to take this song now and uh, at 2 in the morning, blast your stereo. So people can hear this. This is a wonderful song. Roberta, congratulations. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I was, that was just it's, amazing. Yeah, it's just, I love I mean, that. You Thank know, you. You know, yeah. usually you know, everybody tries their best writing their song. Was this your first original? It was my first original, wow. yes. I mean, I have, uh, I've had um, other songs that I have recorded. They just never got released, you know, due to, you know, conflicts and stuff like that. Sure. But I'm happy to say that this is my first original written song that I wrote myself. And yeah, let's just say I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> so here you, you are, be. you're doing all this live stuff and then you're in the studio recording. So how was that for you? It was so cool. I mean, it, when I wrote, well, when I recorded this song, it wasn't, you know, my first experience recording. Um, I've had multiple, but, you know, it was something so refreshing of it being my own song now. And I'm, I was recording it in this beautiful studio in downtown Toronto. So oh. it was so nice. And it didn't even take us long to record. It was like a couple really? of hours when we were out of the studio. Really? But, you know, even the producer was amazing as well. Like we had so much fun with him. Uh, shout out to Joel if you're listening but yeah joel was awesome and he was also part of uh making shrews and you know just making it sound awesome and you know he was um so helpful along the way as well and we just had a lot of fun uh just in the making you know and i feel like that's the best part when people ask me what's the best part of all of it it's like the behind the scenes of everything that goes on and it's really awesome yeah you know you know it's funny again because uh studio time is expensive there's no question. Yeah. And so that you got so that you got out at two hours. That's that's I mean, wow. I mean, Bella, no. two hours and you're out. Has that ever happened to you or no? <laughs> I don't think I'm that lucky. No, I was, I was going to say, <laughs> you know, because you look at artists and now again, you got the luxury of digital back in, uh, yeah. back in my right. day, you know, uh, up until the mid 80s, it was tape. You know, so it was it was, mm-hmm. it was it was a blade and a splicing block. You had to, uh, you know, which wasn't like it is now. So you can go back and redo. But you guys did this. I got to think if it's if it's in two hours, there were a lot of one takes there, where you just you know. I mean, what was that? Was it was it a lot of layering, a lot of overdubs, or or how did you do? Because a lot of that stuff to you as well, the background stuff, right? Yeah, so I mean, I guess so. You're basically asking like how how you would afford it, like you know what. No, 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 what no, no, would, no. Like not, not, the process, not, or not how you can afford it, but I mean, again, again, the process as far as recording, uh, you're over. Yeah. Obviously, you're overdubbing, and then uh, you're yes. singing the lead, and there's some, you know, yeah. there's effects as well. But uh, you did that in two hours. How? Yeah. Is that so there's possible? just like yeah. So there's like a lot of like harmonies. Basically, what we would do is we would just like record verse by verse. And, um, you know, there's also a lot of, like, dubbing. Then there's, like, you know, um, some, like, breaks in between sometimes. And, yeah. you know, uh, laughing breaks, too, because sometimes you oh, have yeah. to get those funny jokes yeah. in the middle when you're recording. <laughs> like, you can't get yourself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say the harmonizing comes at the end. Like, first you just, like, record the verses separately. Right. And, you know, just, like, the chorus, the verses, the bridge. 
and then you're like okay let's harmonize and then you add like adlets and just like the oohs and ahs and yeah that's amazing. basically it that's how that's i look amazing. at it that's just so that, it, that is so cool to think about that side of things because as a guitarist i never really think about how the vocals would be recorded and stuff because i'm yeah. on the i'm on the other side but that's actually really interesting Typically, yeah, typically, sure, yeah. typically in the studio, I think bands uh, obviously it starts with drums. The drums track is very, very important. Then they add the <laughs> bass and, and what have you, and uh, more drums. And if uh, you ever seen a Micah drum set in a studio, it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's like it's like twenty yeah. mics, you know. Um, but yeah, so if, again, you did this song in like two hours. So I figured you need to write a lot of a lot of songs. Go in the studio and then two hours each so you yeah. figure maybe you know a day you do a whole album and then next yeah. day you go out and <laughs> record the videos and you're like in a week you've got a, a, a grammy nominated you know album. Oh my gosh. <laughs> i i wish it would be that easy i really wish i mean i would say that like as a writer i mean i i know i know for sure for a fact that other writers like songwriters can relate to this but sometimes you just get those ideas and it'll be like four in the morning and you just yeah. like wake up out of your sleep and I'm like, wait, I have to write this down. You got it. Yeah. So you're just like you write it down <laughs> and then you don't think about anything for the next 10 months. And it's like, oh, beautiful. Like, you know, I just left that one sentence and then I abandoned yeah. it. Yeah. You, and I can't think of anything else. But you got yeah, you, you to be present in the moment when you, when you, when you get those, those, those uh, ideas, write them down or whatever. Um, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I, I noodle on the guitar a lot and I love it, you know. But um, again, if I don't write it down or something, the next day I was like, oh, "What is that song again?" <laughs> you know, you yeah. just can't get it right. So, but that's, uh, that's awesome. And speaking of that, I had to ask a little bit about your songwriting process. Like, what yeah. comes to mind? Um, what comes to mind? I mean, first of all, I choose like you know a topic, and then I just mm -hmm. you think about the topic, like you know how that makes me feel. For example, truce was uh, personally about my experience with like, you know, bullying in school mm -hmm. in elementary school. So I would just, you know, think about that process and what it would be like for me and what it was like for me and what it would be like for, you know, the bully and, you know, how, thing how things felt in that moment. And the process is just like, you just, I, me personally, what works for me is I just write down a bunch of sentences and like, kind of like I'm writing in my journal and I'm just writing in my diary. <laughs> And then I just put it in a musical format and I just, that's just what I do. That's what comes to wow. mind. <laughs> wow. That is really cool. So the lyrics, Thank you. So the lyrics, yeah. the lyrics come first for you then? Yes, yeah. for sure. The lyrics wow. definitely come first. I mean, I, I have never actually thought about a melody before I think about like the lyrics. I always think about the lyrics first because I just, I don't know, I feel like it's easier, but I'll have to think about a melody first. I'll have to try that out one time. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. You've gone on to do some some fantastic projects here as well, um, and um, you, you this um, business of performing in, in sporting arenas, that's phenomenal. And again, that's a process as well because again, you're a little tiny person in this huge arena. Um, how do you handle echo? Echo. I have to admit, some of the mic delays sometimes are insane like especially when uh i feel like i hear it the most when i'm in a hockey arena and i just i'm singing and it's like i can't hear the tempo so i'm like i feel like i'm singing completely off tempo but then i hear the recording and it seems fine but it's like oh canada and i can't hear myself but yeah <laughs> um i feel like performing the national anthem at like huge arenas like this like sporting events and all that they're like, I think one of my favorite things to do because they're, they're quick, 
but you know you just feel the love in the arena even though sure. they're obviously not there for the for the national anthem but you just you feel the love because then they clap oh, I, after no, i would go just, for the it's national a huge anthem. arena and me personally i just love you know feeding off of the energy from the crowd it just it gives me <laughs> fuel and i love you know the big big crowd so like i know when i performed for the raptors um it's uh our you know it's our team here in toronto it's the toronto raptors for basketball and they have like thousands of people in in the arena it's one of like the biggest arenas in toronto i think they do it at the Scotiabank arena yes they do and i just love that that's personally one of my favorites to do (laughs) awesome your dad i've got to ask you this your dad alessandro love that name yes Oh, you said it's so nice. I've never heard anybody say it like that. Molto bene, grazie, grazie. Um, what do you? Uh, what what advice has he given you through the years musically on how to uh, how to handle yourself and proceed? You know, my dad is a very, you know, straightforward, basic person when it comes to giving advice. You know, he was never the person to be like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like, especially, I mean, you'd expect it from him because obviously he wants you to do well. And like, you know, it's something that he also has experiences in. But really, he just tells me to try my best and, you know, do what I love. And he just tells me to, you know, do things how I feel they should be done. And he's always there to give me advice. Like even when I need advice to sing sometimes, he's always there and he gives me advice, you know, you know, use the diaphragm and like do this. And yeah, I mean, he's really helpful when it comes to, you know, not only singing, but just life in general. Like, you know, even when I come home from school and I have you know, stuff that I have to deal with. Sure. Like he's always, you know, both my mom and my dad and my mom, as surprising as it seems, she also has good recommendations for music as well. Good. And, you know, she's, I, I have a good team. I have a good, like, you know, um, family that just supports me, you know, back and forth. And I'm really thankful <laughs> for that. They okay. give good advice. So fun question. And especially for you as well, Bella, what is the last item you bought at guitar center? <laughs> Roberta. The last item I bought at Guitar Center. <laughs> I'm 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 a little confused. <laughs> Let me ask you this: What would you like to buy from Guitar Center? Guitar Center. Do you have a Guitar I'm Center in sure. Toronto? Do you guys have one? No, I don't. I don't. I don't oh. have a Guitar Center in Toronto. I mean, if you're talking about just like a, a I mean, we have instrument stores. I mean, okay. there's like Long and McQuaid, and there's like Steve Music and all that. There's okay. a lot of guitar stores and um instrument stores yeah oh. um i thought you guys had one there yeah make, we don't have a guitar call. center here yeah. not yeah, that i know i, of. I, I no, know i think they're in bc one far so. away from me but we can get them online too but, uh, <laughs> bella last yeah. item at guitar center you bought Jeez. i gotta say let me guess probably a pedal how'd you know i just know because your guitar is i yeah I think it was a delay pedal, and oh. I was gonna go with the new thing that I want is probably more pedals. You can never have enough. Yeah, that's uh, the pedal. The pedals <laughs> it's always cost a go-to. more than the guitar. And yeah. um, your your piano at home, or bird? Is it a is it acoustic or electric? It. Sorry, is it acoustic or what? You is it, is it like a grand piano or electric or? Your piano at home? No, no, it, it's a it's electric. Okay. Um, I was actually gonna answer the question that you said before. So the last thing I think I bought from uh, a music store was a microphone. So cool. just to answer that question, um, it was actually not too long ago. I think it was like just a few weeks ago, but yeah. <laughs> Never enough microphones. You gotta have those. Never sure. enough. My dad has like a whole shelf full of microphones. Does he really? 
and he's yeah. proud, right? Just, like, like, he displays he has them. An obsession. Yeah. I, I, I've got a friend. His name is Rich Ross. He's a, he's hilarious. We worked in radio together for years, and he collects all kinds of stuff. He worked in Philadelphia radio for many years, and then again here in L.A. But he collects, obviously, a lot of AM radios. But he's also got a microphone collection, which is uh, incredible. I mean, just really neat stuff. And uh, he, there are guys that collect that stuff. There are guys that collect, you know, the mic flags on microphones that gives the call signs of the of the station you're watching. This guy collects these, you know, so uh, it's like a whole thing. But yeah, the microphone thing for sure. And you know what'll happen is one day I'll say, you know what, Roberta, one day these will all be yours, <laughs> and then you'll get to inherit the microphone collection, and it'll be all yours. Hey, we're gonna wind down, but quickly I want to talk about uh, Three Pines. This show again uh, is I want to say it's on Prime. Yes, it's on Prime Video. And you're in three episodes out of seven? Um, I'm in two episodes out of eight, yes. Wow, two out of eight. Okay, I was, I was close. And again, <laughs> I, your character is, I think, called, is named Cree. Yes. And certainly, um, yeah, folks, don't let uh, two episodes fool you. Very pivotal character in this, uh, in this show. So tell me about uh, Three Pines. What was your character like and what was the premise of the show? So my uh, character, whose name was Cree, she's just a very um, introverted, I'd call her kind of creepy little girl. I don't know. I, I feel like I've, I've never met a Cree in my life, and I hope nobody ever does meet a Cree <laughs> in, in their life. But um, she has a very interesting, um, you know, persona to her, and she's just, she's not very charismatic, and she's not really enthusiastic at all. Um, you know, especially during Christmas time, which is, you know, the time frame that this revolves around. Um, me personally, I, I love Chris Epstein, but I guess that's not her jam. But no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much. She no. has a very envious character, I'd say. Um, and I feel like the, you know, the show as a whole is just very interesting and it has so many amazing characters and so many amazing actors. May I also mention, like, there's people from Spider-Man and K-9 and, you know, so many, like, famous and, um, you know, famous movies and TV shows with such talented actors. And, you know, I was so uh, lucky to have met them and worked with them on set. And they were just amazing. Yeah. It's a, gr a great cast. <laughs> I mean, a great cast for sure. And, and, and very well yes. received. And again, your character definitely, um, yeah, just a bit edgy. So I don't think this really <laughs> is a family friendly show, but uh, certainly uh, you've done this. And again, there's a big story behind it. It's actually, a, I think it, I want to say it's a true story. Or, it's, or it's, based, um, it's based on a book, I think, right? Some of the things are based on a true story. Like some some of the things, not all the things, but some of the things do revolve around uh, things that have happened in real life, you know, such as uh, things involving uh, the indigenous. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's I feel like it's a not just an ordinary show that's put out there. And it's, you know, it's you know, educational also, and it opens people's eyes and it's, you know, just amazing. I mean, it was like my comfort like show, even though I was a part of it, but it was like my comfort show and I loved <laughs> it and it didn't get renewed for another season, sadly, yeah. but you know, that one season was just enough and it was great. They did an amazing job and it was an awesome experience. I think uh... Uh, now I'm going to be up all night binge yeah. watching. <laughs> yes, I... do it. <laughs> I think because yeah. of COVID, uh, a lot of stuff didn't get renewed. And now you've got uh, the, the uh, SAG strike here in Southern California. Your Actra, 
so it doesn't affect you. But I think a lot of stuff's going to be, be very, very delayed um, uh, being released, and a lot of stuff's going to be probably rethunk and canceled and stuff. Um, but again, you can watch it on Prime, guys. That's from 2021, uh, Roberta as Cree in Three Pines. And again, Sam Donovan, you know him from The Crown. So again, wow, yes. you've got quite a, quite, a, quite a team there as well. Hey, we mm -hmm. are unfortunately out of time. What can we expect next from you? Anything you want to talk about? So, yeah, I'd, I'm so pumped about like new music. Um, I don't have a release date yet, but all I can say is stay tuned, guys. You know, follow me on my Instagram, Facebook, um, on X, as they say now. X. It's not Twitter anymore. X. So X. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube. Go uh, stream Truce on Spotify and many other platforms and go watch the music video on YouTube along with many other covers and uh, videos. And yeah, so uh, like I was saying, I am expecting to release new music. So I am I might release my second song very soon. Cool. And I'm really excited for that. <laughs> well, we're right behind you there. And will you come back on the show and join us? Yes, I'd love to. Love to have you back on. Where can they follow you on social media? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram, X, Facebook. Facebook, uh, you can like my page, Roberta Battaglia. Um, Instagram is uh, Roberta B. Official. Twitter, Roberta Battaglia. And YouTube is Roberta, ba Roberta Battaglia, Roberta B. Yeah. And you've got a beautiful website as well. What's that address? Oh, thank you. Yes, my website as well. Um, so, yeah, that's in my Instagram bio. So go check that out. And, yeah. Awesome. Roberta hopefully one hopefully one day we can do this in person. And I would I, love I mean, that. It would have been wonderful. It would be I'm a first. I'm actually leaving for LA soon. So. Cool. So let me know. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. Roberta. And uh, don't go away just yeah. yet. Uh, Bella Rain, this is your first time co-hosting. Congratulations. Thank you. you did this has been such a good time. You did splendid. Anything you want to promote Thank while you. you're on here? Anything going on? You want to talk about anything new? I just want to talk about how amazing it was to just have this experience at Oracle Park. And I want to give a huge thanks to Zach Nugent and Sunshine Becker for this great experience. And if you're dead heads, you should totally check them out because it was so cool and it was so fun. Yeah. And no more just, running on the field, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't by the tell way, they, anybody. They, they didn't show that on TV, by the way. They didn't show it. So good. Yeah. good. <laughs> and just keep posted on Roberta because this is just such an amazing story. And I'm definitely going to yeah. stay tuned for everything coming up. She, you, Roberta, you. Roberta, you really are amazing. Uh, the, the real Thank deal. You. you are too. There's a certain comfort level that I experience when I have a guest that's got it going on. And, uh, and you are well on your way to uh, success. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Bella, as well. You're an awesome Thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much. And I hope you have the best time in L.A. Thank so you fun. so much. I'm so excited. Roberta Battaglia, <laughs> Canadian-Italian singer, songwriter, actress, and so much more. I thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank you, Bella, as well. Hey, guys, this is a wrap. Thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us on Facebook. Follow us on X. X. I keep wanting to click it when I see my screens. Like you know, I'm closing somewhere. Uh, but again, uh, follow us on Instagram for sure at Conversations Radio. Have a great weekend, guys. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm -hmm.